Blog Talk Radio. AT&T knows that staying on top of your modern life is about staying connected. Whether you're at home, at work, or at play, you always need the ability to go full speed ahead. And that means you need a data plan that has your back. One that works day and night and updates constantly. Right now with AT&T, you can get unlimited talk, text, and data usage with the first 1.5 gigabytes at device speed for $40 a month on GoPhone. After a $5 account credit each month when you sign up for auto refill and make your first payment of $45. All on the network with the nation's strongest 4G LTE signal. No credit check, no annual contract, no joke. When you're unlimited, there's nothing stopping you. AT&T, mobilizing your world. Unused 1.5 gigabytes data carries over for one 30-day period if your plan renews on time. Expires after first 30-day period or with plan change. Data usage exceeding the high-speed allowance will result in reduced data speeds of up to 128 kilobytes per second for the rest of your 30-day term. Compatible device required. Get $5 credit after first order refill payment. Credit applied within 30 days. Account must be active usage and other restrictions apply. Signal strength claim based only on average 4G LTE signal strength for national carriers. See store for details. Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. We are a teen magazine written for teens by teens. Here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, we focus on the entertainment section of Urban Teen, bringing to life to our readers and listeners some of the wonderful and talented artists that we feature, which brings me to our very special guest today, getting some serious radio airplay across the country and climbing up the charts. Emil Hines is a handsome triple threat with his writing, arranging, and producing talents. He is destined for greatness and will give every current pop artist a run for their money. Welcome to Urban, Urban Teen Emil. Hey, how you doing, everybody? I'm good, I'm good. Glad to have you. Man, it's a blessing. It's very blessing to be on this call with you this, this evening. It's actually 2 o'clock where I'm at, but yeah. <laughs> but, uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, I know this is a time difference. <laughs> well, uh, Emil, um, you, you are referred to as a crossfit. Chris Brown and Lil Wayne with a sprinkle of Jamie Foxx. At what age yeah. did you realize that you had talent and wanted to pursue a career as an artist? Ah oh, man, uh, I have to say probably when I was about fourteen when I recorded my first song. Um, I had a best friend. He was into music and he really motivated me to really, really get in the studio at first. And that's when I found out I had real love and passion for it because it got addictive, like playing basketball, football, and you do stuff that's your hobby, you know, music became yeah. a hobby. It was an everyday thing. And I just got really down into it and to really study into it and to the point where I wanted to go to school for it and everything. So I'll, I'll have to say this working in the studio became the first part of really finding myself as my singing, my voice, and just, you know, really getting getting into the music, you know, the, the, the uh, science of it, stuff like that, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, being an R&B, hip-hop, pop recording artist born in Los Angeles, California, then relocated yeah. to Detroit, <laughs> what was that like for you? And were there any opportunities for you as an artist in Detroit as compared to Los Angeles? Oh, no way. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> um, and, you know, in Detroit, you know, it, you know, the thing about Detroit, you know, I mean, the way the year the time that I was there and I was younger, it was different and um it it it, it motivated me more, you know what I'm saying? Because in some places you can get lazy, you get comfortable because of the environment and you know the environment right. in Detroit for the past ten years hasn't been the way it has been twenty years ago when Motown was really the place to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like it it was really different, but I say that Detroit motivated me because that when when I was when I was living in Detroit, it's when I first seen Lil Wayne perform live with Drake and Nicki Minaj. Like, and these were before this was before Drake was big, and Nicki Minaj before she was the big pop star. So I seen them before they was even who they are. So that was right. a big that was a big change for me. That that that's one of the biggest moments that I always tell. People like I've seen I've seen them perform before they was even who they are. You know that was when Drake was still doing the the grassy TV shows and stuff like that. So it was a really huge uh, motivational push for me. So you know even though it's not like, like LA, I mean Detroit's not like LA, but it still has that it's still that memory that's always in my head from that always motivated me when I was there. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and um and by being called the Chocolate City, I think I feel like it's um more acceptable or more um I don't know if they motivate you more as far as um my being um, geared towards African Americans. Um, as yeah. opposed to L.A. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I read that, um, like you said, your father was um, also a major player in the music industry for many years. Talk about your father yeah. and how him being part of the music industry influenced you as an artist and if it played a part at your decision to become an artist. He played a major part because he kind of, he not kind of, he knew the ins and outs of what to do or what not to do as far as me coming up as in the R&B lane because he, he been through it in his in his experience of who, of who his relationships he has dealt with. You know, it always stirred me on the right path. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, right. I say like I've 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 always looked at it like, what if I didn't have that type of mentor, not just as a father, but from a business and from a manager and from all that expected. If I didn't have that, I would probably be so lost right now. Like I wouldn't have the knowledge. I wouldn't have experience that I have, I wouldn't have the relationships, the tools, I would, start, I would probably be still in that square two and three right now, I'm like at square ten, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still at the bottom, but I'm like, from from an independent perspective, I'm really high, you know what I'm saying, so that's right. why I feel like, I'm like, I, I always look at it, if I didn't have him, I would be so lost, because all of his genes, and the smartness, and his knowledge, it, 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 it rubbed off off me, so so quick, you know what I'm saying, and I I learned and I just you know just studied it just the way he told me and and, and put it on me like that. So you know I always I always um love that and I, I cherish I cherish that as well as far as just being an artist more than just being an artist and doing the music part. You know you always want to have your mentors right too. You know. Yeah, yeah, and what a great mentor to be your dad to be your mentor. That's like awesome. Right? Yeah, that's that's. 
that's like Russell Simmons and Diggy Simmons and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's not too many of those. <laughs> right, right. It's not too many of those. Exactly. Yeah, You're right. <laughs> um, you you're currently um also a part of the great Atlanta music scene, working with Hot Beats recording studios and some of the hottest yeah. producers in the industry. Um, talk yeah. about how you got involved with Hot Beats um recording studio and what it's been like for you to work with them. Um, you know, I had a friend who was recording at Hot Beats and before I, before I even started recording there, I used to go up there with him while, you know, a rapper named Pharaoh, he did a song with, uh, you know, Future, who is now a big hip-hop pop-type artist now. And yeah. before Future blew up, he did a song with Future at Hot Beat Studio. And I was there, and I got the experience of how they was, how Future really, you know, did, did this is a whole separate thing that, that I never really told anybody, so you're the first to really hear this story. Um, I, I I got a glance to see before I knew who Future Evil was. You know, I seen how his recording process was, and it changed. Mm-hmm. Once I seen that at Hot Beat Studio, I never wanted to record at home ever again. Like I've I've never like I, even now to this day I hardly record record at home. The only time I record at home is if 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 I know that I'm not going to be at studio for like a week or two, and I do it just right. to keep you know that 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 momentum going so I know I don't lose just like how you play basketball if you know you're not gonna be hooping at the gym when to go home and exercise, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Yeah. But from that process I picked up on a lot just from being at that one session and ever since I've seen him record at the studio at Hot Beats, they were like, Yeah, you know, you're young but you can still record here too. You can do everything he doing. I'm like, Really? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I got a job, I saved some money and you know, I started I started recording at Hot Beats and before you know it, you know, I got in contact with all the dopest engineers and producers. And before you know it, they was like, you know, you know, because some days they don't work at Hot Beat Studios because there are a lot of thousands of dope studios in Atlanta. And, you know, right. sometimes they don't make it to Hot Beats every time. So, you know, I got I got the um, I got the relationships to actually go with them to different studios like Patchwork. Wow. That's really one of the dopest studios in Atlanta. That's where, you know, YG. He stayed in Atlanta for the whole 2000, I think 2014. He he lived in Atlanta the whole year just to record his album. He did uh, um, patchwork and um, it, it, that did great. And I didn't I didn't even know that. Like I'm like you would never think someone would live in the city for a whole year just to record an album. And he was yeah. silent. Like he didn't go out. He didn't go clubbing. You know you would be surprised if if you for if, if you're from a different you from L.A. coming to Atlanta, you would think you would party a little bit. He didn't party at all. You didn't see him at any clubs. He came down to Atlanta to work for a whole year, and that's 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 hard. That's really hard because you know that's like that's like a vacation. Me going back to Cali, right. I'm trying to go everywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> so you know it's you know it, it came with a lot. You know, doing one thing it branched off to a, a lot of different things, going to a, meeting new people, different places. And a whole different experience of moments that I, I got. So it's like it's you never know what's going to happen until you try it. You know what I'm saying? So right. you know it was it was definitely crazy. I go on all day telling you about stuff. You be like, oh my god, this dude is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, this is this. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like they gave you the opportunity to network and get to meet other people that are in this industry that can yeah. like, move you forward exactly. or whatever. So it sounds like a great, great it's, opportunity. It's more, Yes, it's it's definitely more than just a step of recording. That's just 
that's just the business side. They just do do the recording at studios just for the business. But but once you become a customer and a client, they treat you yeah. like family. You know what I'm saying? And you do things wow. more than just record there. You get to meet the people that come there and work because you know they they take it very passionate. Not just because you're spending your money, but if you're working hard and you're doing it like every week, then you know your work is going to get heard. Because for one, you're in the studio and it's loud. Two, people are going to ask, who else is here? What talent do you have in the building? People come to these studios to see who's there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. A&Rs and regular labels, they come to these studios. To, they they want to see who's hot. You know what I'm saying? If they if they can't yeah. find it. Now that you can find it on Instagram and Twitter, you know, by the reposting and the social networks, all those are working too. But for the people that don't have big popping, you know, social networks, they come to the studios to see who's really good and who's really putting in that work by themselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah, another yeah. thing. And, yeah. And that probably helps them see that, like, who's willing to put in the work. You know, they want to work with mm-hmm. them. So, yeah, definitely. I totally get exactly. that. Now, Emil, exactly. Emil, you um, also studied music business at Full Sail University online. Um, how do you feel it has prepared you for the music industry by having that uh, background? Oh, man, uh, it helped me a lot because, you know, I started doing the mixing and working with the audio technology stuff on my own. And before I knew it, I was studying. I was looking at videos on YouTube and making other engineers, and I got to go to these other studios hands-on without even doing the schooling, the, the online schooling. And And before I even got to that, I was already advanced at it because I was working with, you know, engineers that was at Top Beast and Patrick and they would show me things, you know, that was worth three hours of their time to, you know, do. To to me, it was the big stuff, but to them, it's the little stuff because they've been doing it for so long, they could do it like it's nothing. But really, it would take me all day to do what they were doing. But um, I learned about it so fast that by the time that it came for me to really put my skills to the test and I would I would show them and I would tell full set my abilities and I would show them my work. They was like, Wow, like this 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 takes at least a, a year and a half or two years just to learn at our school. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I was I was already advanced and I told them a story about, you know, how I've always been working with a lot of different um audio engineers and stuff like that. I've been working with them for years since I've been doing it. And you know they like, man, you you man, you don't you don't have much to go to really learn about you know the rest of the big house. So you know it it was really crazy, and I was like, wow, really? I never thought that I was really getting education because you know once once it becomes your hobby and you love to do it, right. and you're passionate about it. You know it was just it was just amazing to me to know that I was already getting education about it before I even knew about it. So yeah. I, they was telling me really you you like you kind of got your um associate already but you just don't have any writing <laughs> so it was yeah. crazy so yeah wow. so, um, yeah so that that was a major part so I did that and really they they wanted they wanted me to uh relocate to about two different schools before i even got to that school just so you know it could look even better but i didn't really care about all that i just wanted to go to school and just say that you know i actually graduated from something i love to do other other than just going to business school and doing stuff like that because I always try to encourage the people and the young people, if you want to do something that you love to do, you should go to school for what you love to do and not for what pays good because it's all about happiness and enjoying what you love to do at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, I, I yeah. totally agree with you. Yeah, exactly. And it's good to have the, 
the background and get the actual knowledge behind what you're doing. So yeah, I, I apply you on that, and that's yeah. so true. Which you, you have to love it too. Um, you, um, like I mentioned earlier, that you've been referred to as a cross between Chris Brown and Lil Wayne, with a little sprinkle of Jamie Foxx. Is there anyone that you admire or look up to in the industry that you like your inspiration? Um. I grew up on Chris Brown. I grew up on Lil Wayne. You know, I kind of grew up on Drake. The more Drake was growing, you know, I was growing up. And I feel like these were like, I would say brothers, but just another mentor to me. And like, right. I've always wanted to work with each one of them. You know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, I grew up with Jamie Foxx. I used to watch him on TV before I even knew he was the singer that I used to bump his music in the, in the car, all his albums. Like, all these people, <laughs> I, I, I would love to work with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why not? Like, you you know, you, you changed the game while you was working and progressing. I feel like I can do the same. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like a lot of artists feel like they're totally stepped on by new artists, like they might get overshadowed or something like that. But at the end of the day, everybody is still like, I feel like this industry is big enough for everybody to get rich, everyone to feed their families and do everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's any of like, oh, man. He's a new artist. If I do something with him, he's going to take my fan. I'm like, man, everybody that's been doing it, they're still here. You know what I'm saying? They're still here for a reason. Exactly. So, you know, of course, I feel like everyone, I, feel, I, I, I want to work with everyone. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a specific artist. Michael Jackson was a lot of people. The first one I want to work with. <laughs> Please believe me. <laughs> Please believe me, yeah. Mike will be the first one, then probably Drake, then Chris. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. 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 And, and on a per, um, personal note, besides performing, what does Emil like to do in, the, in his spare time? What do you like to do for fun besides performing? Hmm. I'm a very relaxing, chill person. I never really get to do vacations. So if I ever had a chance to really do something like a vacation, I would definitely let him do that. But lately, my mind, my grind, my focus has been on this music, like, on, like, I want it so bad that I, I haven't even, I really, I'm serious, I really haven't even had a chance to really just kick back and really chill. The only time I chill is when I come home, I have family time with my, my I have a twin sister, you know, she does music, we chill, we do what we do, I barely yeah. go out, if I do go out, it's something laid back, like, at a bar, like, you know, I don't like being around a lot of different people, you know what I'm saying, Cause it's something about me that a lot of people is like I they stare at me and who are you? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not I'm not like oh you know it it, it kind of I I kind of feel with Chris Brown too a little bit you know with TMZ come up to you I'm like ah what uh, what's, what's going on now you know what I'm saying? So you know right. I'm, I'm more of a chill a chill type person like I don't like to do too much just you know be around the friends. And, you know, and just relax and chill and just, you know, have a good time without people being all up in your face sometimes. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. just me. I don't know. That's just yeah. me. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, what, would, what would you say has been your biggest challenge in the industry? Like, if you could put your finger on one thing, what would you say is the biggest challenge? Um, The biggest challenge, I'll have to say, um, other than trying to stay consistent and keeping your faith up, you know, you, you're going to go through ups and downs no matter what you do in life. And, you know, you're always going to have people and different type of spirits that are going to come and block you and try to stop you from being successful. I have to say that 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 had to be the biggest challenge because, you know, it's you know it's it's like 
the more harder you work and the more positive people you try to keep around on you, you know what I'm saying? It's like the devil, he's always going to try to stop you. He he doesn't want to see nobody happy. So I, 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 I always encourage that, you know, you always want to keep positivity around you because there's people that's going to hate for no reason and they're not going to want to see you and they're going to try their best. Like, you know, it might not even be a person. It's just going to be something, a vibe, you know what I'm saying? And it's just right. you are you gotta keep your faith strong and you get you gotta you gotta just work harder and pay attention to what's really going on around you, the people around you, the vibe, the spirits, what they think about you because all of that can rub off of what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So I always right. keep a small circle, my pops, you know, everybody around me, they're they're here for a reason. I just don't be around people just to be around them just because they like the music. Like I'm 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 like if people like my music I'm going to always cherish them. I'm going to like them for even liking me because they understand me because of the music. But, right. you know, don't get it twisted because I don't know who <laughs> you are. You you could be doing, you could be saying that just to get around me, just to do something. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Exactly. So you always want to keep your second eye open. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a major thing that I always, I always got to preach. <laughs> I always got to <laughs> preach that, you know. Exactly. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> well, um, we're going to take a quick break and listen to one of your hit singles. It's called Bussin'. Oh, um, so, Mill, you're yes, right there. We're going to be right back and take a listen right now. Thank you. Nothing, 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 nothing
you know, I don't want to go in there just telling my story of not connecting with the people first of getting y'all, like, a, a dope song or a single while connecting my story. So I try to mix it in between both, and that's what the Way Up Mixtape is about. Um, it's about really giving y'all a piece of my story, not the whole thing. I'm giving y'all pieces of it, but at the same time, I'm giving y'all real records. I'm giving you real feelings, some dope beats, like, you know, Younger Fly, he produced that record you just heard, and, um, you know, he did the Trey Songs EP, okay. um, those two um, intermissions, Trey Songs EP, he did both of those mixtapes, he did a few records off there, you know, I'm working with some new producers named Fayo and Chill, they just did a couple of uh, um, records off Bryson Tiller's new album that came out called um, Trap Soul, I got a, a couple of records with them on my mixtape, so, you know, I'm working with some real cats that are putting out some heat right now, so it's going to be it's gonna be a dope mixtape, and, you know, along with the music, I have a clothing line called Way Up, I just got everything printed, the hats, the clothing, I'm going to be posting it on my Instagram and Twitter, which is Mel Hines, A-M-E-L-H-I-N-E-S, um, I just got that finished, I'm, I'm going to be having that out, probably hitting the streets within the next three weeks, two to three weeks, you know, I'm going to have a shoot for it so everything can be official, official, and start pushing it out just like the music. Um, most definitely give a shout-out to all the supporters and all the fans, and especially out to um, Urban Magazine for having me. I don't even know your name <laughs> this whole time. I'm, I'm like, Sandra. What's your lady's name? <laughs> Sandra. I'm okay, Sandra. Sandra. <laughs> shout-out to Sandra. She's been a sweetheart, man. You are, you are a very cool, dope person, man. Um, I enjoyed this interview with me. This interview with you is, is been so cool. Most interviews, people just ask questions and, and get out of the way, but, you know, but you know, we just been kicking it cool, and, you know, so most definitely shout out to you and the brand for Ur- Urban Magazine for having me on. And, yeah, shout out to all the supporters and fans that's listening, and all all the people that that's um on the road to doing music or want to be in the industry. I encourage all these guys, too. Like, keep doing it. You know, keep positive vibes around you, good spirits. Keep grounded. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy when the time gets rough. Don't get lazy. You know, keep keep doing it, you know? So, yeah. Well, Emil Himes, it's that time of this end of the show. And we want to, like I said, um, it's been a pleasure. I mean, you gave a shout-out to me, but it's been our pleasure here at Urban Team Magazine um, just to get to know you as an artist. And we wish you much success in everything you do in the future. And we will be keeping an eye out on the Way Up clothing line and the mixtape. Um, we'll be um, in touch and hopefully have you on again in the future. Oh, most definitely. We will have to definitely do round two, you know, when things yeah. get bigger, trust me, I'm, if, if, if you don't count, if y'all don't get to me, I'm going to get to y'all, we're going to do another one, so the world can know what's going <laughs> on, but most definitely shout out to um, Urban Team Magazine, I thank y'all for having me, man, it's been a pleasure, and y'all keep doing what y'all do, y'all keep growing, y'all keep being great, you know what I'm saying, keep doing it, y'all great, I, I, I like y'all, 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 y'all rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. And um, thank you, too, like I said, for joining us. And um, it's been our pleasure. It's definitely our pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you all for joining us here today at Urban Team Magazine here at Block Talk Radio. If you would like to know more about our special guest, Mill Hines, like he mentioned, visit his um, social media pages, which was um, Instagram and Twitter. And I think it was at Emil Hines. So um, to, I guess to find out what he's up to, like he said, and um, if you want to um, listen to his um, or download, I'm pretty sure that iTunes or however um, on on those social media pages you can find out about downloading his latest single that you heard right here, Bussin'. Um, 
Don't forget to check out our latest issue of Urban Tea Magazine and be on the lookout for a Mill Hines feature in an upcoming issue. You can get a free copy just by visiting UrbanTeamMagazine.com. If you know of an outstanding, talented teen in your community and would like us to feature them in Urban Teen Magazine, or if you are an uh, entertainer and would like to just come sit down and talk with us here at Urban Teen Magazine Radio, send all your inquiries to info at UrbanTeamMagazine.com or UrbanTeamMagazine at Yahoo.com. Until next time, this has been your host, Sandra White-Stevens, publisher of Urban Teen Magazine. As always, remember to stay positive and follow your dreams. 